Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Just Hit The Target Podcast with my co-host Noah Stoast Wars. How you doing bro? I'm alright man, I'm alright. Oh, that's lovely man, getting to get up to anything good. Not really no, just redoing this podcast, stuff that you deleted it, so you know, it's yeah. alright, it's groovy, yeah. it's all good. Brown tea, you know what I'm saying, my bad. <laughs> Started trying to edit last night and then, you know, just forgot to press the save button. So, you know, guys in the future, if you're ever trying to do a podcast, don't, don't try and not save it. Yeah. Don't do it, don't do it. But this is the dedication you get here. We're redoing it, round two, round two. Round two, round two. Anyways, anyways, let's get into the round of games and I'm going to start off with my beloved Manchester United and we've been Bournemouth and we'll be Everton in the cup. So that's seven games unbeaten. Now, listen, from my point of view, I feel like Man United can go on to do special things this season. I really do, you know what I'm saying? I feel like maybe the Premier League may be inside. That's what a lot of fans are thinking. From a Liverpool perspective, and please try and be an unbiased perspective for once in your life. What do you think? of Man United's prospect this season? Well, numerically, there's a chance that they win the league. But physically, there isn't. Like, there's there's no hope in hell that you win the league. Just get that out of your brain. You beat Bournemouth and Everton. You just said that then. We beat Bournemouth and Everton. We're going to win the league. Like, there are two teams that might get relegated this season. Like, whoopty do. It's like me saying, like, Newcastle. Newcastle have a better chance of winning. They've already lost one game, you know. So, why not Newcastle instead of Man United? Well, you know, I, I, I understand where you're coming from with that. But I just feel like we're on the run now. You know what I'm saying? We're gathering momentum. You know what I'm saying? Good, decent run of results. You know what I'm saying? Informed player Marcus Rashford. Do you understand? Informed player Casemiro protecting the defence. You know what I'm saying? We've got Lissandro Martinez. We've got Rafael Varane. A good, decent... Not even a decent. I think that's an understatement. A good centre-back pairing at the back. We've got De Gea on form even though he committed that last mistake. You know what I'm saying? We've got Dalot playing well. Do you understand? So it's like we've got players that are playing so well right now and unlike Newcastle, we've been in situations situations like this before in terms of not even necessarily trying to win the title but at least securing top four so we know how to go about it way better than the Newcastle side would know how to go about it in my opinion but um what do you think about that just real quick I think, I think you're mental mate I think you're just you're getting your well over the clouds here absolutely cuckoo I've never seen anything like it you're gonna win the league now actually he's saying Man United might win the league that's crazy Liverpool might win the league now. you know what we're off the league title gone Oh, God. Here we go again. But anyways, let me ask you about the revival of Marcus Rashford because obviously coming into the season, you know, he, a lot of was expected of him. You know what I'm saying? After last season under Ragnar, he scored five goals in 32 games. He's now scored um, three times in three consecutive games. So it's like, he's on a, he's It's a new Marcus Rashford now. 15 goals already this season and, and we're loving it. What do you think about the, the revival of Marcus Rashford? No, he's been good. He's a good player. I've always said he's a good player. He's, not, he's never been terrible. He just sometimes is out of form, sometimes is in form, and now he's in form. He's scoring goals, that's what Man United needed, isn't it? Yeah, and, and yeah, that's what we need as well. And, and to be fair, like he's, he's really showing up this season. I had my doubts about him as well. Like I've never really been a Marcus Rashford fan. Like If you know me, you know that I feel like there's better players out there. I feel like sometimes when he gets into a one-on-one situation, getting into the box, he's always just doing an aimless cross or something like that, or just running into traffic. But this season, you can see that he's really got the eye of the tiger in him. You can see Ten Hag is taking him to the side, prioritised him, you know what I'm saying, coached him, just told him where 
where to go and what not to do and what to do on the pitch. So it's just like, I can only give credit where it's due and I'm going to have to give Marcus Rashford credit where it's due. Just keep doing what you're doing this season, man, and take us to the promised land because we need trophies. You know what I'm saying? No trophies since, since, the, since I can remember. You know what I'm saying? So we just need him to come up good along with the other players. You know what I'm saying? Sancho coming back as well. So hopefully we can just yeah. get the, no the front three. Yeah, I think, I think he's going through his personal issues, isn't it? So, you know, in life, you know, sometimes problems always hit us and, you know what I'm saying, some deal with it better than others, you know what I'm saying? So we just got to be, we just got to be patient with that. Another player I want to talk about is Casemiro. For me, the best DM in Manchester, you know what I'm saying? Others may say otherwise, but we'll get to that in a bit. Obviously, Casemiro, 70 million signings from Real Madrid and obviously... People were thinking, why, why and why has he downgraded from a Real Madrid to a Manchester United? And the only reason why I say downgrade is because he's obviously was going to play in the Champions League this season. And for Manchester United now, he's playing Europa League this season. And obviously, he's won the Champions League five times. So there was obvious, obvious questions, not about his quality, because I think everybody knows how good of a player Casemiro is. But it was because of the, the hunger, let's put it like that. People, yeah, the, the motivation. Would he still have that motivation to do well? Because he's won everything in the game you see when you've won everything in the game sometimes there's not that motivation to keep going but i feel like he's he's changed that perception it's really coming and been that rock in front of the defense what do you think about casemiro so far i think he's been really good he's been about as good as everyone really should expect of a player that's won five champions leagues you know he's not graham Sunes. Where he's saying he's not a what, was it, what did he say it was he was a coaster or something like that. Yeah, he said he said he, I think he was a good player amongst great players or yeah, something like that. Shot up Graham. I'm I mean I like Graham too as a footballer, but Jesus Christ does he have some horrible takes. But um, but yeah, he's a good player. I mean he's not he's, he's had a good season. That's why isn't he? He's not better than Rodri, but we move on, don't we? We move on. Uh, all the time it's not better than Rosary like let's be real here what has Rosary done this season most no. passes in the league for a reason He's uh, in, he is integral to that Man City side integral Casemiro is integral to the United side you know what I'm saying yeah, but where are Man City and Man United take yeah but we're not too far off them we're not too far off them. We're not too far off yeah, them. I think you know that. This listen, we're four points behind them. We win this. We, seven. We win, say seven. Listen, we win Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we win Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> it turns into we one point behind Saturday. them. We it literally, turn, literally turns one oh. point behind them, bro. You know no. what I'm saying? Everybody's talking about, yeah, Man City this, Man City that. We win Saturday is one point. Yeah, but you're not going to win. Not yeah, but That's you don't thing. know that. There'll be seven points gap. There won't be a one. There'll be a seven point. Liverpool bias just, just coming through. Liverpool. It's an objective it bias. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're very, very biased towards Man United. Listen, I'm if you like. listen, if we win on Saturday, that means we're one point behind this Man City side that I've been playing great. What I put that in quotation marks. Great. What's the question, sir? What happened last time you played Man City? Yeah, we lost. And what score? We lost. Right? I can't remember. Six. You know what I'm saying? Six, six, yeah. You shipped six goals. It's right? cool. It's cool. That's Six. cool. Yeah, you don't worry, don't worry. It's cool. Uh, this was 10 out. He played with two DMs as well, from what I remember. Yeah, it's, you know, stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? Stuff oh, happens. No, he did. Sorry, no, he didn't. He played Ericsson Bruno's DMs as well. Listen, stuff happens sometimes. Mental. You know what I'm saying? Both stuff happens sometimes. It happens on the football pitch. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, you make a plan and it doesn't come to fruition. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing we could do about it. 6 1, they were the better team on the day. 6 3, you know what I'm saying? They were, they were the better team on the day, but, you know, we, we go again. We go again. We live to fight another day. And what have we done in the league since? We've done impressive things. That's where, where we are. That's just 
get it clear is you're on about Everton and Bournemouth beating these sort of teams. Listen, they're teams that, you know, it's always going to be a banana skin all the time. You know what I'm saying? In the in the Premier League, as you know, as I know, no win is guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? You can only beat who's in front of you. So again, this is where it comes back to giving credit where it's due. You can only beat yeah, who's like, in front of you. We, we, well, we're using that analogy. If I'm in a boxing ring with a bunch of 12-year-olds and I beat them up, I'm not going to say, I'll, I'll beat up Tyson Fury next Mate, that's common. Because I'm only beating up that's who's com- against That's common knowledge, though. You know what I'm saying? But well, this team... No, no, but the Premier League is different. We know this. You're trying to be smart now. You're trying to be smart because you don't know. No, you're trying to be smart now because you know in the, in the Premier League, anyone can beat anyone at any given day. 20th place could beat first place. We yeah. know that. I mean, Forest beat Liverpool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Liverpool aren't really aren't really good anyways. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of washed players, but we'll get onto we'll get onto Liverpool. Don't worry about that. We'll get on to Liverpool. Don't you worry about that, man. Another person I want to speak about is the boss, the manager, Eric Ted Hart. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I had my doubts. I initially wanted Antonio Conte to take over because I thought he had the necessary experience to take us to the promised land after seeing him do at various clubs, Inter, Juve, you know what I'm saying, Chelsea as well. So that's a bit of Premier League experience. So I want him to take over. So... In the summer, when we got Ten Hag, I was like, I was very sceptical just because I didn't feel like he managed at a higher level. But I feel like that was probably a bit ignorant of me and I've been proven wrong. You know what I'm saying? Anyone that does right for my club and I'm wrong about it, I'll be like, yo, that's my bad. Do you understand? He's done well. Obviously, he's come into the season with a lot of doubts. You know what I'm saying? From the media as well. Do you, How do you feel like he's quit with the pressure on it? He's well. done the best job he can do, really, hasn't he? With his, the situation with like Ronaldo, like shipping him off like perfectly, managed that perfectly. Harry Maguire, he sorted that out by just bringing in someone like completely different to him. Martinez, uh, all the talk about him being five foot nine and being too short, he sorted that out pretty well. I think he's just done an amazing job, really, hasn't he? Like just with just uh, indiv- on an individual level, he's done really well. Like tactically, this isn't how he's going to play. From that, from in ten years, if he was stayed at Man United for ten years, this is not how he's going to play. Because Ten Hag at Ajax was a very, it's a very ball dominant. It was very, it was high pressing to an extent. Whereas now at Man United, I think you're in the bottom five teams for presses in the league. So I think there's a lot, there's a lot to change with Ten Hag. So for Man United fans, it's it's good days, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's good days, and we're just hoping that you know the form can get replicated over the years, you know what I'm saying? We're hoping this is not just a, a little blip, you know what I'm saying? But um, I just want to ask you real quick, what was the hair doing? What was the hair doing? Did Samba, mate, wasn't it? I don't understand what he was doing. Craig Revel Hall gave him a seven, mate. What was he doing? <laughs> what was he doing? Let the ball through his feet. Like I just that. don't understand. He's been on top form this year and these little mistakes here, you know what I'm saying? I just don't know. What do you think? Do you think we have to move him on for yeah. the sake of yeah, Ten Hag? I think you've, for Ten Hag, you've got it, yeah. Because he just doesn't play the same sort of football he wants him to play, does he? He wants someone comfortable with a ball at his feet. De Gea, not really that guy. He just, he's a shot stopper. Mm. Mm. I have to agree with you on that one there, John. So I have to agree. Um, But you know what? I just want to get onto, you know, something that's really going to make me smile. Talking about it anyways, you know what I'm saying? Brentford 3. Just want to say that again. Brentford 3. Liverpool 1. <laughs> 
Bro, what's your thoughts on the game? Well, it's, it's just mental, isn't it? Looking at like, like the set pieces were absolutely horrific from Liverpool. Like defensively, they were absolutely horrific. I don't know who does the set pieces at Melwood, but something's got to get sorted out there because that was absolutely atrocious. Brentford arguably should have had four four goals against this Liverpool team, and you know. It won't even to it'd be a discredit to Brentford to say it was just set pieces like it was some sort of Tony Pulis side. It really wasn't. Like defensively they were amazing. Even though in open play they were causing havoc. Jan Wieser doing bits against Virgil van Dijk and I just don't know, man. I don't know what's happened. Maybe it's because of the injury that Pickford gave him. He's not been the same since then. But this season he's looked pretty pretty poor, really, if I'm being objective. So, you know, I've I'm lost for words sometimes. Yeah, no, it does make sense. I just, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. Like, you know, as a Liverpool fan, whose fault is it? Is it Klopp? Is it the owners? Is it the midfield? Or is it like the lack of awareness to replace an agent squad? It's the midfield. I mean, it is the midfield. Like, you want, we can buy every midfielder in the world if you want it to, right? We, I mean, we haven't bought, within the last, in the four and a half years, we've bought Thiago, who's like an out and out midfielder. So maybe it's to do with who we're buying, but. I think a lot of it is just the actual personnel in that midfield. Because Fabinho, I love that absolute legend of the game, but he is so slow. He's like he's running through toffee or running through, I, I don't know, he, he's like running through cement. I've never seen anything like it. He just can't turn. Well, what's happened to him, though? He was regarded as one of the best teams in the league at one point. He's just yeah, you know, one of the best in the world at one point. So what's happened? I've, Lack I've, of hunger? I don't know. It just seemed like a physical... Complacency? It's a physical... I think it's a physical thing that physically there's something wrong with him. Like, with but he's, he's, not, he's not that young. He's not that old. I think he's like 31, isn't he? He should be fine now. Mm. I really don't know. But he just looks like he's lost a yard of pace already. Just And Henderson as well. I'll tell you what, defensively, Henderson is horrific. I think he's got... I think he's our worst midfielder defensively. He's, he's, doing, he's doing, performing worse than James Milner. Well, what does he offer though? What does he offer? What's he there for? What? Leadership? Like That's it. Pressing. And even he don't do the pressing well. well. I don't really know. He's just out of position all the time. It's horrific. But I think there's there's hopeful things for Liverpool, obviously, because, you know, the greatest team in the world. You know, we've got some great midfielders coming up. Steph, uh, Steph, I, I don't know how you say his name, but Basetic, the Spaniards, absolute geezer. Carvalho looks really promising. Harvey Elliott's getting there. Curtis Jones, maybe not my favourite Curtis Jones. I would be lying if I say a war, but you know he's he's up there in the midfield. So you know we've we've got some decent young prospects coming through. But I just think we could do another one or two. Yeah. Three, really. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense because it's like I've always had this perception. It's like when you look at a Man City, they're refreshing their squad year after year. You know what I'm saying? Keeping the hunger within the squad. You know what I'm saying? Because some players may have come in, they haven't won it, so they're hungry. You know what I'm saying? But even the the players they've they've got there, like a Kevin De Bruyne, you know what I'm saying? Like a Mares, you know what I'm saying? That like they've been there, but they're still hungry. You can see that when they play, scoring the goals, getting the assists. You know what I'm saying? Working hard for the team. No drop off in their performances. Did you get? So do you think that again, probably Liverpool should have done that? But I think money wise, they're not as rich to keep no. replacing year after year. Just don't have the funds for it, do we? Like, you know, maybe we don't need someone like Cody Gappo coming in. But even then, we sort of do need a left winger, like, as of right now. And obviously, I don't know what Julian Ward and Jurgen Klopp are thinking with the future of the squad. So, I don't know if there's maybe a potential transfer for someone like Jude or Enzo or 
Even someone like Barella, maybe, that'd be quite nice. Or just a central midfielder. Like. So, what you think the, the money should have gone elsewhere? I think Gakpo. for Gakpo, yeah. But I still, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm so excited for him. But I think we could probably have used that for building up a war chest of money just to spend it in the summer on just a midfielder. So, it's a glaring weakness. Everyone knows it. Every single person would go, look at that 4 3 3. You know, it's not the left wing that's the issue, it's the centre mids. 100%. And CDM, really. So what's an acceptable place for Liverpool to finish the season when you consider all the turbulence? Uh, I mean, at the start of the season, I'd be, um, I was looking at Liverpool winning the league, really. So, But as of right now, fourth would be acceptable for me. We need Champions League. If we don't get Champions League football, we're, we're, we're not getting Duke Bellingham, we're not getting Enzo Fernandez, we're not getting anybody. And the money as well would be losing out. It would be crazy. Yeah. Any clubs? Oh, it's the Champions League, isn't it? Anything mm. happen. Liverpool, you know, greatest team in the Champions League for any British side, so oh, six gosh. times, six times. Here we go. But, um, yeah, why not? Why can't it happen? Okay. Weirder things have happened, haven't they? Well, personally, I don't think Liverpool are going to win anything this season. But, but um, you thought Man United going to win the league, so... I, 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 mean, I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't think Liverpool is going to win anything this year, but... but you think uh, Man United will win the league? That's listen, what I mean. Listen, I'll always support my team, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Liverpool, you know... You, su- you don't support them. It's the opposite. Listen, Liverpool, yeah, get correct. You ain't winning nothing, do you know what I'm saying? Your window's over, mate. But you're your, your window's over. Our window's just starting. I'm telling you that now. Your window of winter's over. Can we just go over? over. You've, had a win- you've had about four windows over the past 10 years. Listen, Liverpool. Got the Solskjaer one, the bit of Louis van Gaal one. Got a little Randy one for 30 minutes. You know, what? you got the Michael Carrick one. These guys, one Premier League tie, one Premier League tie over 30 plus years. We've had this argument so many times. One Premier League. Off, off podcast, but. <laughs> Me. One Premier League title, thirty years. Nineteen league titles. One three, Premier League title. Three European Cups. One Premier League title. History. That's crazy. In thirty That's years. In thirty plus years, and these guys are coming yeah. out here with you the big. You, you speak to Ajax, man. Speak to Ajax. One speak. Premier League title. These guys have many Premier League titles at Blackburn Rovers. You have, you have less Blackburn Rovers. Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, I'm saying Blackburn. Same amount as Leicester City. Leicester Ajax. I'm sorry, Less mate. European I'm sorry, but these Imagine guys. Imagine not having more European cups. These guys, man. I Imagine. I just don't even want to hear from these Imagine. guys. You know what I'm saying? Forget That's Liverpool. Crazy. It's Do you crazy. understand? It's you got frauds. You got frauds all over your squad. Salah. Frauds. Salah's a fraud. Yeah, fraud this season. Got the money and dipped. You know what I'm saying? I understand if it. If you want it again, if you wanted money, why wouldn't he move? So if got, he's on 300 grand a week, he get 400 at PSG or Real Madrid. Easy. Listen, that's not even a contest. He could do that. Listen, man, they probably didn't even won it, man. You know, what they, I'm saying? They, they, oh, okay. they, they saw, they saw that, they saw the downgrade so that was going to happen the best this season. Right winger over the past four seasons. Nah, so they they, listen, like man. That. They listen. Five. They saw. They saw the drop off coming, man. You know what I'm they saying. They saw it coming. They saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, had a drop off. Yes, he has. No, we yes, he has. He has. He has. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. No, you he know he has. No, we hasn't. Oh my days. He hasn't had a drop off. The whole team's had a drop off. No, he as well has had a drop off. No, we hasn't. Yes, he has. No, we are not individually. This is not Salah that we've seen from previous seasons, bro. Because the team isn't the same as we've seen from previous seasons. And he's dead. You not see the goal scored against Man City? He, That's a vintage Salah goal. That is vintage Salah. 
Oh. No, but I'm not the same. Salah. Salah. You're just salty that you've got Garnacho as your up and comer. I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry to any if Garnacho's found not a friend. Or Garnacho himself might be listening to this amazing podcast. But he is an absolute weapon. I don't care. I don't care. I'll get it out on the public. He just looks like a weapon. Every okay. time he comes on the pitch, he's like, always like scrunching his face or a little slit in his eyebrow. Oh, God, I hate him. <laughs> I don't hate many players, but I just hate the way. Over the heat on the guy for having a slit in the eyebrows, for having a little attitude when you come on the pitch, a little swagger when you come on the it's pitch. The next Ronaldo as well. And he backs it, into Ronaldo. And he backs it up as well. He backs it up. He's That's not crazy. like he, yeah, he backs it up though. That's what he backs it up. He comes from the field. He does what he does. You know what I'm saying? He dribbles. He, like, he does you know what he does. Thing? Yeah, he does what he does at the at the tender age what? of eighteen. You know what I'm saying? It's not like next Ronaldo, though. Oh, Gary Neville God. comparing to Ronaldo. Mental. Listen, no one should be compared to Ronaldo exactly. when you really think what about I mean. it, but he's a player with bags of potential. You know what I'm saying? Well, bags so of potential. So was Jordan Ibe. Oh, Jordan Ibe, though. Really. Freddie Ibe, he was bags of potential. Oh, God. Oh, God. I think you know what you're doing there. You know what you're doing there. I'm being serious. You know what you're doing there. I just mate. don't see it. Gotcha. Listen, he's backed it up so far. He scored he's a couple good. goals. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, here we go. He's good, isn't he? Back to discrediting our players, you know what I'm saying? He deserves to be in the world of Leather, I think. Why, why am I acting surprised here? But anyways, enough of going that show anyways. But let's 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 move on to Man City and Chelsea. You know, it's not looking good in West London. It's not looking good at all. They lost 3-0 to Man City. And they lost 2-1 to Fulham yesterday. They lost 2-1 to Fulham, man. It's, it's, not, it's not looking good for these guys, man. First question, is Graham Potter out of his depth? No, neither. He ain't out of his depth, is Let's be real. You're going to go, oh, but Chelsea's culture demands trophies or whatever. But it's a different owner. I don't oh, but it's the same fans. But it's different owners. It's a different mentality. They won't give him a five-year contract if you want a long-term job. They won't give him all these funds if you want a long-term job. Everyone knows it's going to take a while. But I think in, th- in two or three seasons, you'll see you'll see the, the rewards from his effort. I think he's out of depth. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he's one of those ones where he should have just kept the Brighton job and, you know, just told him, listen, I know he's going to get, I know he's going to get a little pay rise from Chelsea. You know, not even a little pay rise, a big pay rise. Money is always tempting, isn't it? But when you go to a club like Chelsea, you, you need to win things. You're going to be judged on the things you win and the results you get. And if you're not winning things and the results ain't good, the players at Chelsea are notoriously known for downing tools once they feel like the manager is just not good enough. And this is what's going to happen with Potter. He's just, he's going to get out of the job. And I feel sorry for him because, you know, as me and Noah said, that's the second best English manager right now behind Eddie Howe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that, you know, he can find a solution to the problems that he's going through right now. But if you were the Chelsea owner, though, would you would you sack him? No. How many injuries and red and stupid things? Even against Fulham yesterday, it were two, two the three mistakes. Two of them led to a goal. One of them was a red card. Like, you know, and what's he meant to do about that? Yeah. That's not a tactical thing, is it? Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, like there's, there's always so much a manager can do, isn't there? Like everyone, I think everyone overstates the importance of managers in football. I mean, obviously they're important to an extent, but like there's only so much you can do. It's not like FIFA, is it, where you can control your players or whatever. It's like you pick the players, let's see what happens. You don't have access to Reese James, maybe, but arguably second best right back in in the league behind Trent Alexander Arnold, of course. You know, he, he's got it's not got access to Chilwell. He's not got access to a load of players. I think um, obviously Jal Felix is suspended now, so we might not see him again for number three games. You know, it, it's a bit rough for him. Yeah, no, you you're out on that. Do you think it was a mistake to get rid of Tuchel early in the season like that? I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, not even in hindsight, it was at the time you knew it would be a mistake, but I mean, 
he had because he didn't do anything wrong. Like, there was no need to get rid of him. If there was a need to get rid of him, then yeah. But if I mean, if Chelsea really think Graham Potter's the future, then I mean, you got to do it, haven't you? You got to do it. I always think it's quite similar to Graham Potter's first job when Brian sucked Chris Hewitt when they were finishing like mid-table comfortably. Look at people going, why is that? Why are they sacking him? Why are they sacking him for Graham Potter? Lo and behold, you know, he's shot Brian into like an actual decent team now, challenging for you know, like seventh eighth spot. So I don't know, I think I think it'll be fine in the end. Oh uh, yeah. For Chelsea. I think again, you see when you back someone with three hundred million worth of talent, you know what I'm saying? As they did with um Tuchel in the summer, you have to be very patient. You have to well, be very well, patient. Again, was that them backing Tuchel? Was that them backing? I think they knew they were gonna sack him. So then why do you back him then? I don't think they did back him. I think they just bought players in. I don't think Tuchel wanted a Balmian. Do you think Tuchel? I think he did. He was in the press conference. Obviously, okay, you know, sometimes in the press conferences, you're not going to say the whole truth, but he's worked with a Balmian before, proven goal records, you know what I'm saying, under Tuchel as well. What about so, Kukurea? Did he want him? Probably didn't. Yeah, like, does, he, does he want Sterling, really? I think was Sterling, Sterling, I think Sterling, he wanted Sterling. Was left wing an issue at Chelsea, really? Was that the big issue? Or was it no, was it was a striker. Striker. Yeah, and the centre-back as well. Yeah, like left wing was not an issue at Chelsea, and it is now weirdly with Sterling because he's pretty terrible. You see, ah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense, man. So Chelsea, they spent all that money. I think it's just all misses. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I can't really say one player has really done well for Chelsea so far. Do you mm. understand? Can yeah. you, Can you name anyone? Zachariah. Zachariah, yeah. Online. But he, he didn't really play till about, you know what I'm saying, early recently. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm like saying? Us. So can I even really call him um a hit? Yeah. You can't really. No, it's mental. Their window's been crazy. Kukurea like, especially, it's been absolutely pants. Mm. I don't know what he, why they bought him at all. It's been absolutely awful. I know at Brighton he did well, but like, leave him there for an extra season. Make sure he's not just like a one-hit wonder. I mean, he might turn out to be amazing next year. Who knows? But trust me, I mean, that just looks like terrible business. Sterling, absolutely horrendous business. Mm. 50 million. They've just given Man City 50 million quid to spend on Ireland, haven't they? Like, that's all they've done with that. <laughs> like, why have they bought it? I have no idea. Yeah, no. I can't disagree with you, bro. I can't disagree with you, man. Where do you think Chelsea are going to finish this season, man? <sighs> Eighth. Eighth place. Yeah. yeah, it's not looking good. It's maybe seven. Maybe seven. It's not looking good for Chelsea right now. Currently, what, 10th on the table? You know what I'm saying? 25 points. Um, 10 points off top four. If you know Villa win today, they're on level points against Leeds. So. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's not really looking good for Chelsea. I'm sure they had high hopes coming into the season. Um, but convincing stuff on Man City as per usual. But they're still five points off Arsenal. Do you think they're going to catch them up? No. No? No, I think Arsenal will win it. I think they'll get over the lines. You're, not, you're always going on about hunger and determination or whatever, but there's no more hungry teams to win this league than Arsenal, really, is there? You think, when was the last time they're in this good of a situation? You'd have to look back quite far. When was the last time they had sort of a young team? You'd have to look back quite far. They've got so many academy players in the team. You know, they've got so much quality in the team as well. The only thing that might trip them up, though, is the backups. Because I don't know about you, but if they get rid of... Like if Thomas Party gets injured, he's looking pretty dire. Or if, imagine if Eddie and Katie gets injured now. Yeah. That is looking rough. That is looking very rough. You know what I'm saying? With, the, with um, Jesus out injured for 
a long time, apparently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to be fair to Eddie and Kelly, he's had his doubters, but he's coming and he's done well for them yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? Scoring goals and stuff like that. And party being very, very, very um important player for Arsenal as well. So like they, they hope that he doesn't get injured because he does have a sketchy injury record since joining Arsenal as well. So yeah, it's very important to them. It's very important to them. But um, what's a successful season for City in your eyes? Because you'd imagine they want they want to go one better and win the Champions League that saluted them. You know what I'm saying? After winning basically all the trophies in England, do you think... I think that's a successful season, isn't it? Because Mm. that's the thing they've been looking for this whole time. That's what Pep Guardiola's coming for. That's what Erdogan Ireland's coming for, really. So, yeah, I think think it's going to have to be the Champions League for them. But I don't... I think they might do it, but I'm not certain. Because of... I mean, they've bottled it before in the past, haven't they? Like, against... Spurs and the Real Madrid one I've never seen anything like that I don't know about you but that semi-final was absolutely crazy yeah no, that was very crazy that was very crazy but again that's Real Madrid's pedigree in it so yeah. that's their competition you know what I'm saying they, yeah. was, they wasn't going to go out like that you know what I'm saying but actually what he raised his eyebrow yeah you know what I'm saying made the world and play well but um, let's talk about Spurs Spurs 4 Crystal Palace nil. this one hurt me as well because being from South London, you know what I'm saying, Crystal Palace is always a team that you look out for. So to see them go down like that, I wasn't really happy. But where would Spurs be without Harry Kane's goals? I mean, pretty far down, isn't it? They'd probably be around where Chelsea are. But, I mean, you could set up by any player, though, couldn't you? But, um, I mean, Harry Kane just a, is a world-class player, and that's the end of it, really. Was it 15 league goals in the league? 15 goals in the league, so, I mean... He's a world-class player. World-class player. Do you think he needs to leave? I think it's too late now. I, mean, I don't know. Buy maybe Real Madrid if Benzema goes because he's running out of contract, isn't he? Um, maybe Bayern. But even that's a bit dead if he goes Bayern. I can't. Yeah. Like. But he wins something there. Guaranteed. Well, he? Yeah, he'd win the league. Like, what to do? I think if they put me up from they'd win the league. Like, <laughs> like, they, could put me, they could put me, you and like three of our mates in there probably win the league somehow. It's yeah. crazy what they can do, but yeah. No, I think if he's going to go, it'd have to be someone like Real Madrid, I'm being honest, because they can afford it. They've got um, a similar strike already in Benzema, and wouldn't it just be lovely to see Harry Kane slipping in Vinicius Jr.? Wouldn't that just be a bit tasty, though? Jesus Christ. Mate. Valverde coming in. Oh, imagine Modric giving it to... Oh, my days, that's mental. That's mental. <laughs> do it, man. Do it. Oh my days. Anyways, man, what do you think about Conte, man? Like the job he's done because personally I'm a big Conte fan. You know me, you know I love Conte, you know what I'm saying? But do you think that after all the money he spent this season, you know what I'm saying, on Basuma, Richarlison, Longley, you know what I'm saying, all these players, do you think do you think he's done well? No. No. No, he hasn't. And it will moan at the board for not buying any players and to a certain extent he's got a point because with Conte, you know that he wants his full-backs to well. He's going to play three at the back, so he needs three good centre-backs. And Longley, it feels like a stopgap. You know, it feels like Daniel Levy's like pulled back a bit where he's gone, oh, we don't want to buy, you know, um, who's the Inter-Man on the left? The young one, Bastoni. I think they wanted Bastoni, but they didn't get him. They've got Longley and they've got Ben Davies at the back. So maybe there's a bit of Daniel Levy in there, but I think Conte's got to do a bit better. Stop moaning so much as well. Well, well they don't moan per se, but you can tell that he's not happy with what he's got. Yeah, no, for real. But Conte is a man that always strives for perfection, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. yeah, it might not be going well for him this season, you know what I'm saying? Or so far, let me put it like that. No, I'm not going to say this season, I'm going to say so far. Um, but he will always find a way to, to make it work, to be honest with you. But... Do you see him staying beyond the season? 
Yeah, I do because I, I wrote an article about Conte quite a while back, and that he's got this sort of perception that he leaves jobs just for the sake of leaving it. But if you look at his last sort of three, four jobs, Juventus, he left that after three years to go work in to, as the Italian manager. He's not going to miss that opportunity. I think if Jurgen Klopp got a Germany job, he might. There's a temptation that Guardiola got a Spain job, so he can't be blamed for that. He left Italy because I think it was a bit mutual because he didn't do too well in 2016. So then he goes to, after that goes to Chelsea, wins the league, wins the FA Cup, gets sacked. I don't really know why. I, I mean, he did well at Chelsea. Yeah, he goes into Milan and he only leaves there because they're getting rid of all the players and not reinvesting. And you can tell what effect that's had even after he's left because, I mean, Inter Milan did well last season, but AC Milan won it for a reason. So, you know, um, yeah, I think I think he's he's loyal to an extent. I think this whole perception that like, he's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of an opportunist, I don't really see it. I think he'll stay. He'll stay. Do you think Spurs will win the trophy though whilst he's, whilst he's staying this season? This season? Yeah. No, no. no you're crazy. Simple, simple. I mean, it'll no. take quite a while. Simple, no. Anyways, good to get onto three quick fire questions and first question is who do you think is going to get relegated this season let's go with Bournemouth Southampton and I remember last time I said Wolves actually but I think I'll go with your choice with Everton and football yeah I'm going to have to go with Everton I think they're just that bollocal I'm not going to lie I think they just need to go Frank Lampard can get gone mate. yeah you need, need to go my my three is definitely Everton it's going to be West Ham and it's going to be Southampton I think those three those three definitely are going down you know what I'm saying it's tough West Ham United West Ham United they've, they've not they've not done anything good these, yeah got great players it's just not Declan working Rice. just not working it's not working. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's not, not working. working it's not working. It's not working at Forest. Really. I think. I think Bournemouth. You know what I'm saying. I think they're gonna stay up. I'm not gonna lie. I think Bournemouth are gonna stay up. But yeah. West Ham. You know, I think West Ham would sack Moyes before he gets. I think they probably may give him the benefit of the doubt, but they might sack him. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. I don't think. I don't think West Ham would allow him to get sacked. Uh, sorry, I won't allow him to get really what I mean, that's what you think. Mm, mm. Well, listen, come back to me at the end of the season. You know what I'm saying. If you want to call me crazy now. Come back to me at the end of the season, you heard. But anyways, <laughs> you think we'll win the league, man? Arsenal. Arsenal. I'm going Man City, man, because Arsenal. I think they're gonna they're gonna bottle it anyways when the push comes to shove. Man City have been there so many times. They know how it gets. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't think Arsenal. But again, that man. that's a bit contradictory, though, isn't it? Because you keep saying people lose hunger after losing it so many times. But Man City know how to do it. But they do. So they they not lost the hunger. No, but they do not. They listen. They listen. Okay, let me let me clarify my statement. Do you understand? Let me clarify my statement because you're trying to get me there. Yeah, and I see what you're trying to do here. But it's cool. So, anyways, that's that's amongst. In, when I say hunger, I doesn't. I don't mean as a team. Like sometimes I'm talking individuals. You know what I'm saying? They may lose the hunger, and I feel like because they've been there, they know how to navigate it. They know how to navigate it. They might be nil nil down against. I don't know. Let's say Nottingham Forest. You know what I'm saying? But because they've been in that situation so many times, yeah, they're going to know what to do to find that goal yeah, to they get in front. They should have, done that. should have done that against Everton, though, shouldn't they? Yeah, but, you know, sometimes it happens. But we know we're not going to be surprised if they go on an 11-match run and win. I won't be surprised if Arsenal do. I will be surprised. I don't think they're going to do that. Well, I don't think they're going to do I that. I agree to disagree. Yeah, I think we're going to have to watch the season unfold and we'll come back and talk about that. You know what I'm saying? But who do you think will win? Who do you think will end up in the top four? Arsenal, Man City, Newcastle, Liverpool. No, My top four is Man City, Man United coming in second place, you dig? And 
and and Arsenal coming third. Fourth place, I'm going with Spurs. I think Everton fifth. Um, not Everton, sorry, Newcastle. <laughs> Everton's getting relegated. Fifth, <laughs> so seeing that Arsenal, <laughs> impressive. I think Newcastle fifth place, but they're on a very very good trajectory as a club. So you know they're gonna do they're gonna do good things, man. They're gonna do really good things. But anyways, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Just Hit the Target podcast. With my brother, Nurse Those Waters, and we'll see you next week. See you later, guys. Thank you.